Garden Report 7.0 since the Ime Udoka thing broke. <laughs> A name on who shall on not be a name who shall not be said any longer. He who shall not be named. Uh, yes. I hear a little blip. That's uh, Joe right Swayze. on time. It's Joe Sway's He's music. Get, nah, Joe Sway's a friggin' Joe Sway's got got stuff going on. Okay, that's all right. We'll we'll jump in there in a little bit once he gets settled. Um, at, you know what we're gonna talk about today? Um, Celtics hold their media day. This is so strange because this is like fluff day, right? You know, oh, how green is your hair? And oh, you know, what did this do? And I mean, normally this is really light stuff. Obviously, if there's offseason questions, you talk about them, you would get some real and trait. But the 90% of it ends up being. Yeah, somebody's in great shape. Somebody's out of shape. Like, you know, that's usually what the the crazy part of the day is. This is the the only day um, that the media likes us, uh, usually. Uh, and today it's the opposite the because it's the players, rather. The players like us. And today was a little bit of knives out, obviously, and not too bad. Nobody got nobody got testy. Uh, there was no. Today it was uh, like, no, what's your take on inter office relationships? Yeah, right. <laughs> Generally speaking, there, nothing contentious. It was what it was. Um, so we're going to break down some of the stuff we talked about. And again, I think, you know, again, we're analyzing a lot here, but, uh, and Jimmy, I think you agree here. I, I mean, really, I think all of us agree. This was a lot of our biggest fear is that the pay, the players would be entirely in the dark. And that's, yeah. that's, that's very, 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 very clearly the theme of what went on today. So it is what it is. Um, and, you know, that's what's going to happen real quick. We just want to tell you about um, our sponsors, our terrific sponsors mm-hmm. here on the Garden Report. Uh, Garden Report <clears throat> is brought to you by Athletic Greens, your one stop shopping for 75 high quality vitamins uh, to help you get your day started right. Uh, and of course, there's Calm, uh, one of our longest tenured sponsors here. Calm, the number one mental wellness app to give you the tools that improve the way you feel. Uh, we're going to mm-hmm. talk to you about uh, cool giveaways here, um, and obviously great discounts with these uh, with these uh, deals that you. Uh, Calm.com/garden, forty percent off. Yeah, and yeah, we'll we'll tell you more about it Take a little bit later. later. But again, we're going to talk about this. We're going to bring in a little guy we like to call Josue Pavone. We're going to test his audio. Can we hear him? We're certain it's going to be good. What's going on? Can't call us a little guy. Yeah, what's that all about? You got to get a little higher on the screen. There you go. What the hell is that? I was afraid to make sure you guys hear me. No, we got you. Loud and clear, 5G. I might leave you in the right corner. Normally, that's Bobby's spot. We'll see. You might last over there, Okay. I like yeah, you over there. Like so, different. Yeah. So, guys, initial uh, initial reaction to the press uh, press conferences, and uh, I think I'll start it out for those uh, you know for those who haven't seen it. Uh, we stream the whole thing live from Canton at their media day. It's up on our website. You can check that out at CLNS Media uh, YouTube's page. And we've also broken all the press conferences into individual pressers, so you can watch one at a time. But it's all there. So if you want to get caught up on that stuff, go check that out. That's on our YouTube site right now. Uh, please subscribe as well, obviously. But, uh, you know, we were there. We streamed it for two and a half hours. Uh, we cut was up a- there throwing fastballs. We asked him last we asked them last year, do you ever go ask tough questions? And there's John on the scene today. I don't know. What do day you can let it fly? Because everyone can go to media day. You got the you got uh, local news there. You got the photographers. You got everybody there. You yeah. can kind of get away with uh, a little bit more on media day. 
You can a little bit. And at the end of the day, all we were all trying to do was asking a bunch of asking the same kind of questions, different ways, trying to get a little bit of clarity on the situation here. And again, our number one motivation, at least mine going into today, was to figure out whether the players were on the same page. I was I I did not expect clarity. I did not expect the players were going to tell us, well, yeah, all this stuff happened. So, of course, we get it. I was shocked at how uh Confuse the word confused kept getting thrown around. I was shocked how in yeah. the dark they were. Uh, we cut up a little snippet with some of the players for those who didn't catch it um, to hear what they had to say. Uh, we'll play this and then we'll get into it a little bit. Here you go. I guess I feel like everybody else is a lot the process, just a lot, if I'm being honest. Um, and I guess along with everybody else, you're still trying to process it all, knowing that you know we start practice tomorrow. Um, no conversations um, as far as me on my end. Um, initial reactions, I think I was, um, we were all, you know, shocked what was going on, a little confused, a little bit, but a lot of that animation wasn't being shared with, with us or members of the team, so. You know, it came to see me in L.A., um, see a couple players in L.A., um, so like I said, we got caught off guard just like everybody else. My, my biggest thing is always looking at perspective um, and, um, understanding what we have in front of us. Um, we have a situation, to your point, but uh, we can't dwell on, on anything like that. We have all these expectations. We have. Okay. So there you go. Um, the long and short of it was blindsided. Uh, Marcus said Ime had visited him recently in L.A. No indication that anything was going on. Uh, Jason Tatum found out about it on Twitter. So did other people. That was, But Tatum was the first one who said it. I think that was a really head-turning soundbite uh, with, like, really? And so this is kind of one of those catch-22s. Like, Marcus, I think, said it very clearly. He said, yeah, I totally think it would be beneficial if we knew a little bit more. Um, but also, I totally get why we can't know more. And that pretty much sums it all up. Um, I asked Jalen Brown directly. You're talking about, like, questions. One question I asked direct. And this is the number one question for me. Um, not knowing details, is it difficult for you guys to be able to determine whether or not you think that the punishment was justified? And Brown just basically said, yeah, it's difficult. And that was my biggest fear, is that the players – wouldn't know whether or not they could get on board with it. They have to take the Celtics management at their word that what he may did rose to this level without really knowing whether or not, whether they think it did. Yeah. And this is exactly what we were scared of. As you said, John, that there'd be uncertainty. And I didn't even expect that there'd be this level of confusion and uncertainty from the players. Tatum saying he found out on Twitter is a team meeting where they briefly and vaguely discuss some things. And again, we understand the team's argument for why they can't tell anybody, but you would think the players, and maybe they may not be showing as much as they know to the media, but they did seem frustrated, in the dark, confused, and shocked today, legitimately. We were talking about how Brad and Wick kind of looked shaken at their press conference. I thought Brown certainly did here, smart. Uh, and some others showed some more poise and optimism in the, over the situation. But I thought Joe Mazzulla set the tone. We're going to have to earn the trust of this team, and we're going to have to allow for some time to heal because I think this room's legitimately shaken by what happened here this week. They found out just like we did. 
the wolves and they are poor know, with a smile they and know as much as we yeah. know that's the yeah. whole thing and i get the vibe and josue was there as well and i want to get his take and obviously jimmy's as well um but the uh the vibe i get at least from jalen early on was that um he almost alluded to like you know we know stuff like stuff goes on you know and that's kind of the thing we've talked about a, a ton on this show you know as far as like players coaches pro athletes blah 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 they're not angels everybody knows that and so the difference between yeah kind of maybe doing things that aren't great for a family man i get that i get that quote john yeah jalen said i wish we had more details from what we know it's hard to make a decision based on whether it's consensual or not in the workplace which we know has happened before in the workplace it looks like there's more to it than meets the eye so that's kind of it is do they believe it rose beyond the level of kind of just an office fling uh, a guy messing around, you know, uh, stepping out on, on his girlfriend or wife or whatever, um, yeah, and rose, rose to this level. And I, I, I'm not sure they I'm, – I'm not sure they have enough information to know that. And it's honestly it's the same way a lot of fans are reacting, guys. Right, it is, which is – I think that's what's surprising everyone, including Celtics fans. But I'm not surprised because I don't think the Celtics – I don't think the players would know much more information than we do unless they were going through interviews through players throughout that thorough investigation that happened a month ago. If that was the case, then yeah. But I also think if that was the case, then you really risk a, a leak coming out of this about this story weeks before you know we heard about it, just like everybody else. So I, I think there's a lot of truth there. I, I don't think the Celtics in doing their investigation were interviewing players and finding out, hey, did you see any women sneaking out of so you know around Ime Udoka or anyone from the organization in some sort of inappropriate situation i don't I, I can't imagine them doing that because i just i think that would be something that would be uh irresponsible on their part and, and unless they really wanted to go that far unless it was something that was uh, again i just don't think that was the case i, I think this, a lot of these Celtics players found out the way we did i'm sure they had their own group texts or uh, opinion on it but they're not going to share that with us and i didn't expect them to do that today. yeah but i don't expect them to share it uh, but you would expect if they knew, let's put it this way. Like, how would you react? This is just, this is just humans here. It doesn't matter that they're players or what they, it, at the end, if we all knew and people were asking us questions, we'd be like, what would be your answer? My answer would be along the lines of like, obviously if it rose to this level um, of punishment, they felt that there was a reason behind it. So we stand by the organization. That's if you knew it was really bad. If you know nothing, you're like, yeah, man, I don't know. And that's what they mm -hmm. were like. Yeah, Jimmy. That's true. Yeah, I mean, I I'm not complete. I wasn't completely stunned to find out that they didn't really hear much of it prior to us hearing of it. Because if it really was a serious investigations with invest with you know a law firm involved, private investigators, whatever you want to call it, then yeah, I can totally see how the players would be left out of that. Because at that point, you're trying to keep it as as close to the vest and as quiet as you can. Now, how it got leaked out. I have no idea. It doesn't seem to make sense that the Celtics would have leaked it out. I don't know how it would have benefited them in any way. Clearly, they weren't prepared for it to leak out because they sat on their, you know, they sat on their thumbs all day and 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 they made a lot of people uncomfortable because of it. And uh, you know, self, people in the Celtics organization and whatnot. Um, I'm a little surprised that they were still as clueless as they sounded today. I thought that that's they all. Probably, yeah, that's what it is. I mean, they weren't I thought that, at all. Yeah, I, with well, like so, even a line. That's what I'm getting at is, you know, you, you, you knew media day was Monday. You knew what came out on whatever it was Thursday and you had the weekend. If you're the front office, I, I and I'm listen, I'm not saying the front office sits down. I'm not saying Brad and Wick sit down with the team and, and they, and they go over the investigation page by page, 
But I think that there should have been, or if there was, it wasn't, well, it wasn't good enough, some sort of meeting, some sort of, you know, here's the team, let's get together. Listen, guys, you know, we all need, we all need to band together here. We need to move forward. Yeah, some shit happened that we, you know, we're, we're still sorting through. But trust us that, you know, the punishment is, is does fit the crime. Now, a lot of the players that they haven't spoken to EMA at all, is that true or not? I don't know. I kind of find that hard to believe that they wouldn't have reached out. I don't but maybe, believe that. Maybe they've been instructed, again, because it's an open investigation, maybe they've been instructed for their own, you know, stay out of it, well-being, that, you know, stay away. I just still find it hard to believe. I have, I have a feeling that they're in some level of communication, at least just to say, you know, hey, coach, sorry sorry to hear what's going on. You know, we'll be in touch did, at a later date. Did, you know, like, did, that's did how it I would you? be for me. All right, quick pause to tell you about our exclusive wagering partners and one of our sponsors here at the Garden Report, Bet Online over at betonline.ag. Football is back, and Bet Online is your number one source for all your football betting needs and sports info this season. Find all of the latest football odds, news, and game matchups. Bet Online is your continued source for all your wagering information, including live betting, free contests, and live scores. Always the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports and events, including, of course, MLB, MMA, tennis, uh, boxing, and, of course, even golf. You know you're going to have basketball and hockey coming around the corner as well, so get ready for that. Use our promo code CLNS50 to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Once again, that code is CLNS50. Receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online where the game starts. Did it seem to you like they'd been instructed? I've been in enough Patriots locker rooms to know what instructed oh, sounds like. Did you and listen that's to Mac Jones today? That that's the same. That's instructed. <laughs> um, exactly. But con- Mac- the confused part, I, I feel like a lot of people are saying the same word. If you mean, if that's what you're talking about, John, if they were instructed to say a certain phrase or certain, something was drilled into their head, maybe the confused thing. I don't, I don't think so. That's it, not it, what it I would didn't. say. No, it, it, what do you it mean? didn't seem nobody, like they were instructed to say anything. Nobody, it just like they were clueless. As their theories, they're not going to throw them out there into the public in front of the that's media. Not what we're as, saying. That's as not a, what we're as saying. a guy who is man, as a person who has been in a management role in, in different points in his career, the last thing I ever want to do is hear that my employees are confused because that's an indictment on me. That means exactly. I have not filled you in enough. Nobody wants people in their organization to be confused. You want to give as much clarity well, no, as possible. They, when they first yeah. found out, no. That's what they meant. No, Most of the now they're still confused. They're confused. Yeah, that was now. the whole thing. We yeah. I understand if you're the Celtics, you don't. We love... still don't know how to feel. It's for it's forty-eight hours, and we don't know anything. Th- that's what we it don't... is. There was right. nothing. It's nothing told me that they've gotten together and really sort of had a, as Jose would call it, uncomfortable conversation amongst themselves with the front <laughs> office and things like right. that. Not again. Not to not so that everyone on the team is is in, is now involved in the in the situation in, in the investigation. But listen, you need to have a sense of unity. You need to have a sense of togetherness moving forward with who you got here. And yeah, maybe you want to have some some of those questions answered. You know, on your you know whatever you want to do to get those questions answered. I'm not saying the Celtics answer them for you, but as John was saying, and as you guys were there today. It's just seemed like nobody was, again, on the same yeah. page. Nobody's on the same page. And if you're a team, if you're a company, organization, you want to have like an underlying sort of message, unifying, you know, right. mentality going into the season here. You don't want to be a group of individuals. We've seen that on the court too many times. You yeah. have to have a, no, a sense of team here. 
and this is where we're stuck because this is where we're hiding behind one thing. Not hiding behind. This is where the Celtics can and the Patriots do this a lot. Well, we can't. While there's a first of all, there's no investigation currently pending. This isn't a legal matter. There's no lawsuits. It was an internal investigation with the team. They're not, not yet. bound. They're not yet. Not yet John. At the that's moment, what that's what they're trying to avoid at all costs. But and I, I believe that that's the case, and that's fine. I understand protecting employees' privacy, but look at every investigation we've ever seen done into anything before. Okay, did the Robert Sarver investigation report just say he did some stuff? Trust me, it was bad. No, it's <laughs> he did this. And then this, and then this, and then this. It's not saying to this person or to that person or to this. So without establishing at least a baseline of a pattern of behavior that was disturbing that involved several different female employees and included harassment and X, Y, and Z, it's really hard. So you can protect privacy and not be so vague. And in everything else, Daniel Snyder, all of these things, when you hear and see what the investigations are, even the internal investigations, we did this and this is what it turned up. We found that you said this, 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 and that. They're not. They don't have to say names, but they've said right. nothing, nothing, and that's and I, that's what's. So if you said to the players, guys, we're not sharing publicly, but we feel you need to know this extends far beyond an interoffice romance. It involved right. incidents that included one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Uh, it got extremely bad. We had multiple people complaining. There was X, X, Y, Z, and then the players could be like, allegedly, this not- is allegedly. Allegedly, this is what our investigation, whatever. Then the players could be like, all right, that seems significant. I understand what we're doing here. That's obviously not something. But they didn't. It's just. It didn't seem like they had. We have have suspended Ime Udoka. Right. It didn't seem like, hey, like. Violation of team rules. Media days at noon. Guys, let's. I want you guys. I want everyone here at 10 today. We want to have a. We want to have a team meeting before, you know, media day and, and, you know, get everybody up to up to speed on where we're at as an organization right now. What we can tell you, what we what we can't tell you. And, you know, here's what we think the, 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 the standard responses should kind of be. But it almost felt like the players, you could sense their, almost, I would say, dissatisfaction, obviously, with, yeah. with yeah. everything that's gone I on. Kinda I kind of wish I knew more. Kind of wish I knew more. I understand why, but I kind of wish I knew more because right. it would help me. It would and help you know me what? I, I, would, I would also. This. But we feel the same, right? Like, yeah, everything. We, Every fan, every, everybody this. feels exactly how they feel. I don't know how to fully feel without being able to fully comprehend the scope uh, of things. Right, but the and difference is they're on – it's their it's their company, quote-unquote. It's their team. They're entitled yeah. to their more, coach. more than we are. Of it's course. Their coach. Exactly. So if they feel how we feel, that's a huge problem. Us, us you know, we, we can feel – whoever who the hell cares how we feel, right? I mean, we're entitled to not much oh, I, no, no, I, no. from the outside. But as far as they're concerned – I can see a little. I can see why they would be a little bit, I guess, perturbed, uh, in a way. That being said, I think some of these guys probably do know more than we all know. I, I, I would be stunned if they don't. I think that you know, depending on who you are within an organization, you can get answers pretty easily um, through the grapevine or whatever. So again, I think part of it is they're telling us what they, you know, they're te- they're part of it is they know not to say anything, and the and I think the other part of it is they're still a little bit frustrated at what they have officially been fr- told and have not been told. They're frustrated with the process, how it was handled, I believe, and that it hit them this close to training camp with no warning. I mean, Smart today was talking about how he had been discussing tactical stuff with Udoka and Ime came out to see him in L.A. And some of these quotes from this thing, you're right, Jimmy, there's probably a little bit more than they know, than they let on, but the amount of frustration... And I think sympathy 
for even what we were asking here today. No one was frustrated with the questions, John. Everyone kind of understood, all the players, where we were coming from because they're in the same place. I mean, some of the stuff that got said today, Marcus Smart saying it's been hell for us. And again, we really know you're not talking about salacious details here. You're talking about some transparency into the scope of why, right. you know, and the magnitude of something. And the severity. The severity, you know, it goes beyond a rela- – I know you guys have heard relationship. It goes far beyond that. It was – what we found was very There disturbing. are ways to be more transparent you can say than they What we been. found was disturbing. It involved multiple incidents. Uh, and X, Y, and Z. That's it. You don't have to say he did this to that. You know, like it can, right, you can find a way to fill them in somehow and, and make them feel what do players always say when it comes to coaches or when it comes to management, you know, in terms of how they want to be treated. They want to be treated like men. They want to be treated like adults, you know. Right. And when you're clearly at the kiddie table and on a need to know basis, even if you even if there's good justifications for why you feel crappy. And again, Jimmy, we've worked in corporate environments before when there's a big brouhaha and then you find out at the same time, then, you know, Chad Finn puts it out there and you're like, oh. What? And that's happened places. Yeah. And you're like, there's been people who've worked places before and had something published and be like, someone could have told us something. You understand Whoops. why they didn't. But at the right. same time, you're like, I guess that's how they I guess that's what they think of me, that I right. I can't be trusted. I'm not in the inner circle. I can't deal with, uh, with, 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 with um, you know, th- this type of information. And right. so I guess I'm just going to whatever. I guess that's what it is. And then you go scrambling, looking for answers. And it's very, you know. Right. Well, you also, you yeah. know, you also have, you know, other media members, former players from on the outside, whether they're tweeting things, posting videos of things, acting like they know more than, you know, everybody else seems to know. And I, I bet you players see that too, obviously. And then like, well, what the hell is this all about? So now they're wondering, is there more that I don't know? And there's just questions, you know, just more and more questions that they're not going to get answers to. And obviously you understand the Celtics can't give those answers out. It puts everybody in a, in a tough situation. What I really want to see or hear at some point is that, you know, a player is sort of stepping up, whether it's Horford, whether it's Smart, God forbid Tatum and Brown, you know, take on a leadership role here and really sort of rally the troops, get everyone together and move forward here. Whether it's Joe Mazzula, maybe that's his, you know, sort of coming out thing that he does to, uh, you know, sort of establish some leadership here. But again, we can't go all season talking about Ime. You know, we can't even go the next few weeks talking about may you know, if you're the Celtics, because it's just such a distraction. That's what my concern was last week. I was like, how do you not just fire this guy if it's that bad? Because it's going to end up being just a crazy distraction. Even next year, if he comes back after a year, it's still going to be, it's going to be a crazy distraction too. No matter, so. no matter what there, there's some, there has to be something between protecting privacy, protecting email, protecting everything, and also providing enough transparency to make the players feel at least understand the least have a comprehension and understanding of why you did what you did, because it affects them the most. And right. because they're affected the most, they deserve something more than total darkness. That's all. The other thing is this real quick, yeah, ahead, Jimmy, just real quick, you know, we look at we look at it as, you know, coach of the Celtics, X's and O's, blah, blah, blah. A coach-player relationship can get very close, you know, even after a year. I mean, this is a, a coach that came in and the players picked him essentially to be their coach. They obviously had a connection with him. And now just like that, boom, he's gone out of the picture. It's almost like, almost like a death in a way, right? You have somebody who's in your life just like that. There's no reason for him. You know, there was no reason to think that he was not going to be in the picture moving forward. And now these guys have to adjust to that. It's a huge bummer. It's a huge bummer. You know, if somebody 
that maybe they were looking up to, you know, uh, as, as, you know, a typical coach, you would, you know, if you're a coach, you want your players to look up to you. And that's part of the success that you have as a coach, not just at the professional level, but college, high school, all the way down the line to lose that. They're still, I'm sure they're still adjusting to that, you know? So yeah, they're, it's they're, unprecedented. they're Yeah. Imagine. Malcolm was talking today, Joe Sway, about how he's been through coaching changes and this happened this isn't normal. <laughs> they just made the finals, instituted a system, built that bond, as Jimmy said, and now it's gone. That is a major factor this year. I'm not saying this is going to happen, but there's a world where this derails them. I mean, the accountability, the voice, the guy who pushed them through those downs toward the ups. There's no telling that Missoula is going to be able to do the same. It's not thing. just that. You also don't, you feel like, and again, if this is, is it a player front office thing at that point? This is why it's so important they're on board with the decision and, 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 and ready to move forward in the same direction as the team. Because if there's any doubt in their head right now, what it's going to, you're going to get an adversarial relationship between players and management, which is you took my coach away, left me with this shit. And now our season is gone up in smoke and it's a freaking disaster. And I don't know whether that needed to happen. You're taking a year away from me. Okay. I'm trying to build something. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to do something here. You've got Jalen Brown two years away from free agency thinking I'm mm-hmm. getting out of this S show here. I don't give a crap who they bring in. I don't trust it. I don't trust these guys anymore. If you lose trust in the organization, you're dead. Wasn't okay? that one of Missoula's no. big words today? They are dead. Okay, that's a big. That was our main point last week. That's the first thing we said concerned us: is how do the players feel about this? Never mind players on the outside. Never mind trying to get a free agent in here. But how about the players who are already here? How do they? How are they gonna? How are they gonna feel when when Jalen Brown's up for renewal? Is he gonna be like, yeah, I'm good, thanks? Yeah, and whether whether it's right or not, whether they're entitled to answers or not, whether they should be given them or whether the Celtics are within their right, it's created an environment where there are some people who might be like, these guys don't know what the f they're doing. That nobody tells anybody anything. I don't trust it anymore. So it's dangerous. It's dangerous. And again, I don't. It's not an elegant situation where there's a clear answer. They should have done this. You just when they listened to when you listened to them today, it just felt like they they wanted a little more so they could so they could figure out how to feel. Right, but I also think that's why going with Joe Mazzulla right now is the best option. I mean, a lot of these guys are saying nothing but great things about him. They're familiar with him. You know, he's uh, he, he. What are they gonna say? It's his coaching staff. So of course, you know, Brad Stevens is, is, is big on him. So I think that was the. None of this, this none of this is ideal, right? This whole entire situation. But at the same time, I, I think that's the biggest reason why you go with him, with that someone that these guys are familiar with, and at the same time that they that they trust, you know, at a certain level. Now, this upcoming week obviously is going to be a lot, you know, going on between teammates, and I'm sure conversations, and I'm sure there's going to be a lot of things out in the open. But this is that time for them to to readjust and and just do their best with this situation. I think that was also one of the biggest talking points from today was, was just trying to make this as smooth as possible. And, and Missoula is the guy that these guys trust the most. But So, again, just using the trusting, that's why I asked the questions I asked today of both Jalen Brown and Marcus Smart, given the scarcity of details and obviously the desire for the Celtics to protect people's privacies, which we all understand and appreciate and, and get. You know, um, does it make it difficult to uh, – you know, kind of reconcile what's gone on here and get on board with the team and trust in their decision. I use the word trust. Um, 
And neither Jalen nor Marcus said yes. Like saying, yeah, no, we trust them. Because it could go both ways, right? You could not know the details. Could could Would it not have been shocking if there was w- at least one answer today and say, look, I don't believe this. Because this is this was my initial take. I don't believe anybody in this organization wanted Ime Odoka to not be the coach this year. So obviously if something happened that resulted in him being suspended for a year, they had to feel it was pretty significant. Grant, so Grant came closest to so that. So I'm going to, I'm going to respect management's dis- respect and understand management's decision, knowing that it was probably a very difficult one, given the fact that we all love Ime and everybody wanted him to be the coach. That by the way, is a coached answer. And that's the answer everyone should have given. Okay. Right. If they were coached or if they were on board, but none of them did. Not one. So one, I don't think they were coached very much. And two, um, nobody said that, which means nobody, because that's a natural reaction. Dude, if they're going to bang him a year, got to be bad, right? Somebody could have said something along those lines, but nobody did. Yeah, and yeah. again, they, no. they want to be careful, just like we, we've been careful. I get it. But John, John, here's the question. Who, 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 normal, who tells them what to say? Who tells them what to say? Who tells them what to I say? Mean, Brad Stevens, he's on the other side of the investigation. I mean, who can even talk to these players and tell them what to say? I guess twists. I don't know. Like what if you if you're if you're on one side of the organization, you can't really try to frame the news to go in a certain way. I mean, there's there's they're probably, But there's I, a message even thing. allowed. We're not in that room, Jimmy. We don't know if Brad said all those things and they still felt that way. And he might have. So you're I, right. No, I don't I, know. I but Brad I mean, is there a something. way is there a way Brad could have said something along the lines of exactly that to them? So maybe they think it and feel it also, which is, this isn't the I'll thing that happened, you know, you, you nobody, the- nobody gave, and somebody just said it here, not a single person gave the organization the benefit of the doubt here, which is surprising and also telling to me. And this happened, you use these analogies of work and life and everything else, John, when someone in like a powerful position sits behind privacy or investigation or one of these things. And there's like a real human connection there that can cause some distrust for sure. And Brad, that's an interesting guy to bring up here. Yes, Jimmy, he's on the other side of this investigation and process here, but he's also these guys, former coach and he has relationships to all these players. And there's a matter of trust that he's going to have to maintain. He could be that bridge between the organization and them at this moment at least say something. It doesn't even have to be something all that substantive. Uh, it just feels like to them to find out on Twitter, as Tatum said, and other guys kind of echoed. Grant almost said it too before he kind of held back and was like, all right, I'm not going to slam them again for this one. These guys do not like how this was handled. That was very clear today. You always see players hold back when it comes to talking about the team or maybe things not going well or you know any matter of things going wrong because they don't want to feed into that. You know, they don't want the noise to keep growing and more questions to come. In this climate, more than anything else, and John, you guys have covered teams a lot longer than I have, I have never seen players interacting with the media in a more, like, sympathetic way. Like, yeah, you guys have no clue what's going on. We feel you. <laughs> I wish we did, too. Maybe someone could answer some of our questions as well. Yeah. And, again, there's no perfect way to do this. The Celtics certainly didn't have a playbook for this, as Wick said. Um, but it was not handled well this week. I don't know how it could have been handled better, and you do have concerns about how it's going to possibly linger here. And this brings me to something Josue and I talked about one of our videos that's going to be coming out. Does this kind of go back to 
the possibility of why maybe Wick thought Brad should step in in this moment or, you know, why some people feel that way in general. Does he kind of have to be that stabilizing force right now who's in the room, who's Ooh. around these guys? Brad, at yeah, all times, reassuring them. Stabilizing force. No, Bobby, did you watch last. the rest of the season that he coached? Brad, Brad being around them. Brad or Missoula. Brad being around them was destabilizing, and now Brad is the man. But it's and, a different time, John. So Brad, no, Brad is the man. He's on the other side of it. He's deciding to right. trade you, yeah. not pay right. you. You know this and that. He is not your friend anymore. You, Brad is not that guy. Right. He cannot. He weird, can't be by definition. Just dynamic. You can't do the dynamics. Not there. It doesn't matter that he once was. He's not anymore. He has to have be. 30, he has to take the thirty thousand foot view when it comes to these guys because he has to be dispassionate when he makes decisions about them. He can't be in there like. But where are you at on Joe now? Feel good. You think that's the right choice? I don't care about Joe because I don't. Meaning, there's two ways this Sorry, works. Joe. No, meaning I don't. I don't care if it's Joe or someone else. It is. It you've opened the possibility. We'll see, right? We didn't know how Udoka would be, but what we liked about Udoka was he was picked by the players and endorsed. Joe Mazzula has been dropped. He certainly on them. got that today, didn't he? He got some endorsements for sure. So he got some, but what are you going to say? Of course they're going to say that. Of course you're going to say that. You're not. Well, we've say heard it. them say that before about him, so it kind of falls. In I line. don't care. You're always going to say stuff like that about your assistants. Everybody loves their assistant coaches. They're your buddies. They're almost as close as they are to players as they are coaches the relationship is totally different particularly mm-hmm. a guy that age that actually is close to their age it's easy to like joe missoula it's different it's difficult to determine whether he's going to be a good coach that's beside the point to me the, the issue is yeah. if they come out of the gates if they're not 100 percent on board with he may having been suspended and when what what management did and they come out of the gate and they start to rumble the fumble and stumble and missoula's clearly in a little bit over his head there's going to be resentment Definitely. They'll second know. guess the decision. If Missoula's great, they'll be like, who cares? What have you done for me lately? It's very easy for Ime to be forgotten. If they come out of the gate and they freaking love him, awesome. If they if they have uh, hiccups along the way, it's going to turn into it's going to create a rancorous situation, you know, vis-a-vis players and management. Well, there's a there's a leadership gap right now, right? And there already was. That was one of our discussions all last year. I don't want to do the captain thing again, but who is the leader of this team right now? Because Missoula is very clearly going to take a passive approach to this, right? He previewed that today. He's going to lean on the players and, you know, what they've done here and what Eme did. So it's sort of on the players to build that leadership structure themselves. And Udoka had a heavy hand in it last year, certainly. I think we'd all agree that he was the leader last year, right? So one of the little lines from today, and again, we're, I'm sure we're going to have these discussions Derek White called Al the leader of the team and, you know, who's going to actually, does Smart feel like he's the leader of this team and you got Tatum at the top and how much is he going to embrace that leadership role? We're all, we're back to that again, right? And it's more important than ever before because I think we all agree Missoula is going to take a pretty <laughs> passive approach to this and it's going to be the players leading the way. Yeah, and that's a good thing for these guys, right? I think something like this could galvanize them. I After hate what that. What they went through last year. I know, John. I know it's positivity. It's I my committee. No, the <laughs> players taking charge. We we tried that. Not the, the, the guys last year who hey, nobody wanted to be captain a, are going to take yeah, charge this year? Come on. John, you have to add the, the, the core of this team. They learned a valuable lesson last year. You know, the way they turned this thing around. The way I'm not well, saying that can happen again. But you have to take that into stride going into this season. And with this going on, you have to say, you have to, you know, as a group say, look, we can succeed because we've we've learned 
enough from last season and we've learned from our mistakes and we're ready to, to look, it's not going to be even before e this whole thing happened. I, I didn't have this up at the top of the East. I think it'd be one of the contenders. Absolutely. Of course they have a chance to get back into the NBA finals, but it's going to be tough. So that's in place regardless. But at the same time, you have to remember that this team, they've been through a lot in terms of being leaders. They can do that. However, when it comes to X's and O's and late game execution, that's yet to be seen. That's something that they're going to have to, he's going to take, that's going to take some time. Well, remember part, how much they how needed how reminders, Joe Sway? But you want to see how this team works as a group. Like like Joe Mazzulla said, it's not going to be, you know, it'll be uh, less about the, the the wins and losses, but, you know, it'll be more about how they look as a group and how this whole thing comes together because it's not going to Again, be it's not going to look. What, what about this team over the last two years makes you think that they can self-motivate? They they completely quit on Brad. And he may have to call them a-holes. He may have to call them a-holes, and it took them 45 games to get the crap together, and then they're right. still in and out during the playoffs. They're skipping finals games effort-wise. Are you kidding me? The last thing I want, I'm sorry. And now they're pouting. And now they're pouting. The last thing I want is the idea that the players are going to police themselves and 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 show accountability and rise up above us. I'm sorry. They need that voice. And 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 Ime was that voice. I'm, and again, this isn't a justification for keeping Ime around. It's just a current. It's just a problem that they're facing right now. Unless Missoula comes in and is closer to what Ime was, which is tough and direct. And it's my system, I think and you got to do it my way. Be. I do not want happy, fun time. You guys, you're the yeah. players. I want you to empower you yourself. Can't I don't do want that. Come out of the gates, though. You have to. That has to happen gradually. You can't just be like, "All right, I'm the guy in charge now." You know, the the, the assistant who wasn't calling the shots. Well, now I, you know, he's gonna he's not gonna do that at first, but he could. You know, look, I, I just don't think uh, I want him to come in and right out of the gate. Yeah, even if the season is a success, who's gonna get more credit? Joe Mazzulla or, or the players or, or guys like Tatum and Brown? I'll give a lot to Joe because we gave a lot to Ime. Joe, did we not question Ime no, in the beginning? No, but this is different, though. Because the first time, did say we not question Ime for this? We did, though, right? In the early going, when this stuff was happening on, we're like, what is he doing? Is he going to step in at some point? He was letting stuff play out. And it, we were like, they kind of brought you in to be the heavy here. And it wasn't, and he wasn't doing it. And it was like, okay. I, you know, I, don't, I just don't want to go through it again. Right, Joe has that playbook, think- though. I, I think he may get more credit, honestly. I, I, I don't know. What do you guys think? Who what, what, Jimmy, you agree with Joe Sway here? No. On the I, players? I don't agree. No, I don't agree. For, because and then, So what, no, you think he'd be regarded as one of the best coaches in the NBA? This thing is, is a success. No, wait. What am I disagreeing with? I'm, what I'm disagreeing with is that I am not pumped that it becomes the players' own, like – it's up to the players now to motivate themselves and become, I just, again, it's because I haven't seen it. So until I see it, I don't believe it. And it, it certainly isn't the way I want to, to find out. Um, I, I do think Ime had to really coach these guys into playing the defensive way that they were playing in the second half of the year. I think that he had to really motivate them and, and, and yeah, it took them really sucking. I, I, sure. Everyone has to have some level of self-motivation, of course, I mean, anybody waking up early and going to the gym and doing all those things, they have to have some level of self-motivation. But from a team perspective, Ime was, in my opinion, the reason they, they got to the level that they got. So now with him out of the picture, you're talking about a team that won a majority of its games because of the defense that they were playing. I know that they also improved on the offensive side of things at that time, but they're off where their defense was turning them. The defense led to offense and that's in a lot of those situations. So now it's like, can we expect that same level of tenacity on the defensive end without 
the same guy screaming at them from the sidelines or, or coaching them, you know, at, at, you know, halftime or, you know, at during practices, can we expect that? I don't know. I guess we'll find out Someone? what I, what I said earlier was that if, if there is somebody who I can see step into that leadership role and that vocal role and, and, and do that, it's Marcus Smart. My only concern is that he won't get Tatum and Brown to sort of buy into him in that role. That that's what I'm a little bit hesitant to buy in. Now I think Marcus well, Smart's capable of it. I just don't know if if Brown and Tatum are um, going to buy into that. Well, Jimmy, they are young. They're only in their seventh and sixth uh, seasons, <laughs> respectively. Yeah, right. So, right. so um, you know, they still they're still kids, right? You know. Um, yeah. Yep. I don't have a lot of doubt about the X's and O's again. If this guy I don't either. That's not what it's team, about. Yeah, he's got the playbook. They're going to do the same stuff as last year on the floor. Now, the other aspect of this that we can't separate is that it looks like Rob's going to be gone for a long time. And well, even though there's a lot of interchangeability to this, that's going to be a major factor in terms of mm-hmm. how they play and how that's deep huge. they are and all that different kind well, of stuff. So you can't separate those things. Well, let's we'll we'll transition a little bit to Rob, but I do think there's a mess here. Whether it's entirely created by um, the Celtics, whether they could have done more, whether they still can do more, um, you know, uh, and it's possible that they realize. By the way, yeah, we didn't know, we didn't we didn't say it, John, but it's on email at the end of the day, right? I'm glad well, you said that. His, I was trying to get to that. Too. Yeah. We, we, right. we didn't say it the last 40 minutes because I think we're trying to shift the focus a little bit. Of course. But at the end of the day, it's on Ime. Like, yeah. he, come on, finals. And especially with how much he stressed accountability, that, like, I get yeah. um, That's he, not, No, I agree, with, I agree, though. I mean, at the end of the day, he put everybody in the position that they're in. Do you think the he Celtics just were, killed this team. Do you think the killed Celtics them. were prepared for, for this situation? Of course not. They, you know, they don't have something ready to go. They don't have statements ready to be made and, and interviews and the right things ready to be said. This came out. This obviously came out. You know, whenever it did. You know, whether you whether it was the summer when they first heard or whenever the news broke. There, you know, nobody expected to be in this situation a week ago or two weeks ago, whatever. But so, that's not. Yeah. At the end of the day, though. We're talking about how, how how annoyed the Celtics are today and how they're pissed at the team probably and they're all left in the dark. There's probably a part of that that they're pissed at Emei too. They're not going to go out there and call the guy out like that, but I'm sure that, that a lot of their disappointment or at least some of their disappointment falls to Emei letting them down. Whether or not you well, agree with the punishment or not, he let them down. We know I that he did something wrong. I think that's a given, and I think we're just almost putting it in its own bucket. It's a situation which again we're not entirely sure the severity or the magnitude of it but it's a situation entirely born you know of uh, uh you know an, an entirely Ime Odoka's responsibility and so that's a given and I think just exists over here all we're talking about sure, right now but- is we're just talking about crisis management and fallout and what the effects would be it's not pointing fingers it's saying can you be, be can you be better? Can you get across? Can you get it across to the players? Are you doing what you need to do here to kind of put them in the best position to get through and get over this? Um, and if the answer to those questions are no, then you got to figure out what what can I do differently here? Mm-hmm. But there's no question that this situation began with one man. Um, and, uh, you know, again, without fully knowing mm-hmm. exactly what he did. Yes, he bears a lion's share of responsibility for all of it. But it's a it's a reality now. You can't get past it. So now they just got to figure out how to deal with it. Um, so we are going to talk about um, some of the other things that came out from Media Day today. I yeah, what else happened? We you, all three of you guys were there today. Is that correct? We were all there. It's pretty good. 
pretty well represented we at the Garden Report today. We were. We took a, we we took some shots here. First, we want to tell you a little bit about um our uh, our one of our terrific sponsors. Uh, uh, let me pull it up. Athletic here. Greens. Uh, Athletic Greens, guys. We love that, right? Athleticgreens.com/garden. Yeah. Every morning. Free yep. one-year supply of vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first. Purchase. That's just the deal. Yeah. That's just we the all deal. Take right, right, right. We all take Athletic Greens. Uh, we use it literally every day. Um, you know, it's, it, it, as we said, kind of a one-stop shopping, 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food sourced ingredients, probiotics, help you start your day right. Special blend of ingredients supports gut health, nervous system, immune system, energy recovery, focus, aging, literally everything that you're trying to do. You're probably taking a million different supplements to do it. So... As I said, everybody on the Garden Report uh, is a regular uh, customer. A lot of you guys here, I know because many of you have uh, uh, sent me messages uh, showing me that you have uh, purchased. So I appreciate those of you who have. I'll ask anyone else who hasn't. Um, at least check it out. Jump on the website. Think about it. Give it a try. If any of you have started using it and you're in the chat right now, let us know what you think. Uh, I am curious. Uh, lifestyle friendly, uh, diet friendly, supports better sleep quality and recovery, mental clarity and alertness. And as Jimmy said, um, the deal is right there. Massively endorsed product, by the way. We're talking about like nearly 10,000 five-star reviews recommended by professional athletes, leading medical experts, uh, you know, uh, it's uh, celebrities, what have you. Um, so again, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition, just one scoop and a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. One year supply, immune supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your purchase athleticgreens.com slash garden. Once again, athleticgreens.com slash garden. Make sure you purchase it through that URL to get the deal. And then DM me your receipt, your phenomenal. name, your address, your shirt size for a phenomenal t-shirt. We are sending them out this week, the first batch. Uh, we've got about uh, almost like a dozen, I think, so far of you have uh, have jumped on and purchased here, which is great. Um <laughs> Uh, just in the last couple of weeks, which is terrific, but please check it out. Uh, really a terrific product. So, um, guys, let's get into it. You want to put a bow here on, um, the, uh, yeah. day before we, on the email stuff before we move on. I got My bow is, I, I, I've said all I need to say. I mean, I think, I think we're all in the same, I think we've all landed in the same spot, to be honest with just the overall, you know, reaction to today from the players overall, it seems like just disappointment from the players on all levels from, from every angle. It didn't, it doesn't seem like, again, we said last week, there's no silver lining here. Anywhere you look at it, it's bad for every side involved. And that now includes the players. You know, we, we got, we got our first at, you know, their, their live reactions or their reactions to the news over last week. And it's pretty clear that there's, you know, there's some, some open wounds here that need to be healed and they don't, we don't have much time. Really? Yeah. The season starts soon and these guys got to got to move forward. And, and I am going to number one. On I am going to I am going to put it the same way. Like this, you know, while they looked disappointed, um, sad, upset, confused, all of those things kind of bummed out. Like it may not be finger in a finger pointing sort of way. They may not be mad or questioning things. It might just be that, you know, uh, it rained on my birthday and we were going to have a moon bounce outside. And now we can't like it sucks right. that I can't have it, but there's nothing you can do. It rained, you know, so. That's it. But the kids, you're still going to be depressed. You're still going to be bummed out. Like yeah. they liked their coach. They had their coach. They went to the finals. They don't have their coach anymore. So I understand why they'd be down in general. It's just whether or not that trust issue. <laughs> By the way, 
for people in the Boston area, and I know all our viewers are in Boston, Missoula's nickname cannot be Maz. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's that. not going to work. Yeah. There's only one Maz. Uh, there's only one Maz. Yeah. Right. That's We've your bow, Bobby? Good bow. Way to put a bow on it, Bobby. Well, people do dumb shit like that all the time, like starting calling Ladanian Tomlinson LT. Like the best football player that who ever played is. The best player who ever yeah. played already is called LT. What are you doing? No, I know. That's true, John. That's true. But yeah, it's insane it did, it did to me. Yeah, Different so. era. Different I era. Mean, come on. There are there is an LT and he's amazing. Hey, there was an LBJ before LeBron. No, there wasn't, Bobby. <laughs> um, anyway, let's move on. One of the other things we were interested in hearing from, and again, if there wasn't the email situation, we'd be heavy in on Rob. Why so late? What the hell happened? Why didn't he get the surgery earlier? Did you screw him up for good? And I think the coaches would have been drilled. Danny, I mean, Danny, Brad would have been drilled over that. Brad never got asked what happened here. We have no idea if Rob was on the same page with management. Uh, Rob's very raw. You know, and that's the whole thing. We we never got to find out here. We just kind of got to ask Rob about it. Rob's very Rob. He's so frigging just, just so interesting. He's, he just enters the room with his twist, you know, and like everybody <laughs> just kind of like lights up. He's just like this guy. You just want to like him. But like he got pressed a little bit today. Like, dude, what what are you doing? Like what happened this offseason? Why did it take so long? And uh, one of the other questions was – did you rush back and did you cost yourself as a result? And uh, here was Rob's answer. You mentioned that it was your decision to come back last year in the playoffs and obviously you were playing, battling something and you had to rest and uh, keep it together. Um, are you still like sad? Are you still solid in that decision or decision to have come back? Are you worried at all? that it Who's might asking this back? question? Uh, no, nah, I'm still playing time. Finals, man. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh, you win some, you lose some, but I don't regret my decision at all. I'm, I'm, I was 24 years old. My dreams were playing the finals, dog. Can't regret this shit. <laughs> Are you worried at all? It's, it's one of the reasons why you had a kind of slower recovery period over the offseason as a result of the surgery now? If that is the case, I uh, feel like that to my first answer. Like I said, I made that decision. Man, it is what it is. <laughs> Translation. That's cool, but do you think that was smart, Rob? <laughs> <laughs> no, we get it. You wanted to play in the finals, but did yeah, you that's have, what, what John was saying with, with that follow-up. <laughs> so anyway, yeah, but you do know what you've done, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> right, right. We've made a mess here, Rob. <laughs> Who's gonna uh... clean this up? So look. That was what he kept coming back to. So we don't know. We still don't have answers to the question on. Was he on the same page with the team? Did he rush the recovery? Was it the right type of surgery? Did he do what he was supposed to do in the offseason? Should he have found out earlier that he was hurt? You know, he just kind of said he just, I wanted to play. I wanted to come back early. I wanted to shut it down this offseason. And that's that. But we have no idea if that was in lockstep with anything that the organization wanted. And we have no idea why we found out this late in the game that he needed arthroscopic surgery. And the other thing that he said was, you, are you confident after this surgery you'll be done with it? He's like, I don't know. You know, you, get, you can always get injured again. It's like, I don't want to hear that. So yeah. I don't know. What you guys get out of Rob? I mean, again, it wasn't a lot. He kind of kept saying the same things, but. I'm yeah, worried. That's, that's, that's I'm worried. <laughs> he's going to be, yeah. gonna be open. You know, he's going to show that. At the same time, he knows that it could go south. But like he said, I don't, I don't see any regrets. And I'm sure that he was on the same page as the organization, you know. Or maybe I shouldn't assume that. But you have to – you have to – going into that series, I mean, we all talked about it. The Celtics, that they had a chance to beat the Warriors. They're gonna, they had – they needed that. 
impact from Rob, even if it was a limited Rob. So I'm sure they were on the same page, but at the same time, you know, Rob's just going to be honest with, with you. You know, he's going to be open and he's going to give you his honest thought and his honest opinion. And he, even if this thing goes south, I just don't see him regretting it. But at the same time, you don't want to see that this season. So we'll see how he responds. We just have to wait and we, see. It always seems when injuries go wrong that there's something nefarious or devious going on. I mean, the message they sent the whole way throughout the summer, we, we were sharing all the different reports that came out, John, throughout the summer months here. It was no risk, uh, that long-term risk from having played. And uh, he'll be ready to go, and he's doing workouts, and it's full speed ahead for Rob. And then it just turned on a dime one day. So that's where you get confused here for sure. Uh, but at the end of the day, he suffered an injury in March. They went with the treatment plan, and was that the best for him long term? We still don't know if it was possible to do the surgery that was in his best long-term interest there. So there's a lot of questions we'll just never be able to answer on this front. What we do know, though, is that this is an injury that has damaged guys long-term. Rob said today it's reoccurring. And now we're talking about what, like, bones bones need to be removed. And the way they described that surgery just didn't sound good. And the time frame about doubled from what was originally reported here. This is terrifying. Not only for this season, but for his long-term health. Like, is he ever going to be able to get completely right from this? You have to start asking that question now. And I don't think, did he give, like, any indication today that he's feeling good long-term, that he'll be all right? Like, he's saying, I got to get right. But how long is that going to take? Is it going to be even possible? Or is this just going to keep coming up and it's going to be a process of dealing with it for him? If if we've seen Rob at his best, at his healthiest at this point, that's devastating. And what are you going to do, right? Because we want him to get back. The t- he gave the team a chance to win a championship through those efforts of getting back. I don't think it's fair to completely knock him for that especially when we challenge kind of his ability to get on the floor and pay through pain and all that stuff before it's just, it's just really unfortunate what's happened here and it's going to kill this team. Yikes. Bobby. Wow. I mean, you got, you got one, wow. Bobby took, one, Bobby took like a a l- extra large dose of, of Xanus meds. Before Bobby with, one, with the ether, with the ether take there. So I guess you we should just one, fold up the show now too. You have one reliable center right now. The guard report is canceled. At that spot. Season's over. Bobby, are you saying the season's over? <sighs> I think it remains to be seen. <laughs> Bobby sigh. Wow. This the, is Celtics might, Bobby. The, Celt- the Celtics might be this year's Nets, by the way. No, they're really, really good. They're really, really good. Yeah. They're going to have to prove I, their contenders I said it. again. I said and Joe Sway even said they're not the favorite in the East anymore. It's amazing to me that they're still kind of that betting favorite right now. Well, the East is wide open, man. That's probably why. Vegas still likes them. We don't know what to expect in a lot with a lot of these teams. How do you guys feel about about Rob's ability to get back? I don't feel good about it at all. I didn't. I I mean. Again, it goes back to the, the reason this guy is such a freak is because what he can do, you know, jumping out of the building and his ability to block shots and get and, and he's a chess piece out there in the court. If he's even at 75%, he becomes just more of a normal, normal big man. And, you know, he doesn't have an outside shot. So you're, he's already limited on the offense on the offensive end in that respect. So, yeah, of course, I'm I'm a little concerned about it. I mean, I'll, I'll give him a I'll wait and see how he looks when he does come back. But certainly I'm not expecting him back. Anytime, I mean, whatever they said, what did they say, eight to 12 weeks? 
I would put it at you know twelve plus before we see Christmas him. time. Yeah, eight it, to it, twelve before it's basketball. Well, basketball. So we know it's not great. yeah basketball. We know it's not great. It's just a and matter then it's of like, a minute restriction, right? And then there's all this other stuff. So right. again, like as John said I think last week, we might not see Rob. We might not see Rob this year. And if we do, again, it might be limited minutes, kind of a, a almost like a shell of, of what we've seen in the past. So again, I know this is a doom and gloom episode, but. Jeez, I mean, give us something good so, to talk about, and we will. Someone, hey, on someone the other tweeted hand, me. Someone tweeted me that he's gonna he's gonna come back just in time for his next surgery. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> you know. On the other hand, he's gonna hit his games Al, played goal of thirty games. Yeah. On the other hand, Al did seem super motivated today to fill that gap, and man, does he look great physically. Like it, he's in even better shape than last year. It seems like Al looks yeah, amazing. So. Yeah, Alex, amazing. He's, so he's intent pro, on man. playing these back to back. Another and, five years younger. He's unreal. Yeah. So you, utmost confidence in him, right? It's just who who's that backup right now? Luke talked today. Sounded confident. Give us your Luke take. Give us your Luke. Oh come take. on. You know, he, right. he fine, fine. Jokey. Bobby gets a Bobby gets a Luke minute, and then we'll move on. Luke minute, go. You have sixty seconds. I felt good about Luke. Not great yet, but I feel good about him filling some minutes. You feel like tingly. Pro- you, you, you have these three guys, right? Grant. We're gonna call it. We're gonna. I'm gonna make a graphic. We're gonna call it Cornet Corner, and Bobby. <laughs> we're gonna, gonna get, get one every night, right? Because he's gonna Bobby's play gonna a little bit. Bobby's gonna get a bit. little, little, little minute in Cornet Corner, and to we get to the talk about it. You have to put like a graphic over his box. It'll be like an apology box. cam. It'll be like a yeah. Cornet Corner. Yeah. yeah. The yeah. thing All I right. like about their depth chart right now, at big is if you go against some small teams, you have Grant. Who can slide in there? And he even defended Bam in those East Finals. So we've seen him defend centers before. You have Cornette for some of those teams that probably aren't as much of a shooting threat that you want to take the pain away from. And then Kevin Gale, I generally like that move from the start. So if you need a banger, a guy who's going up against some of those bigger guys. Can I tell you the funniest thing? ESPN, not like they're the authority on things, but they did a graphic after the Rob Williams story of like other Celtics big men to fill it. And they had like six names out there and Kevin Gelly wasn't even on it. They just didn't even, they just didn't even acknowledge that he was alive. Well, this is the thing. And people are getting so caught (laughs) up. But here Celtics are like, oh, okay, he's going to be good. I'm like, come on, guys. I'm waiting for a commenter to say, who is Kevin Gelly? (laughs) <laughs> Kevin well, like, like, like they did with uh, with what's Kevin Herman. <laughs> Herman Herman Gomez and yeah, Kevin Herman, Kelly. Gomez. Yeah, so Ke- <laughs> Kevin Kelly is our new Herman Gomez. Herman Gomez. That's great. But this is everyone looks at the free agent list right now, and they're like, "Ooh, Blake Aldrich, Dwight, Whiteside, bring these guys in." These guys stink at this point. Like, they would not be able to get on the court for this team, I don't think. Many of them. Now, white side, we could probably debate, but those guys at this point in their careers are legitimately comparable <laughs> to the guys the Celtics have on their bench right now, especially Grant, who's probably a leg up on all of them. Um, now, is Grant physically ready to move back inside? I'm interested to see that. Grant has a huge role on this team. I know, now, but Grant he? was talking about, like, I did a bunch of things that, like, I should do to be a better wing player. And yeah. they're like, by the way, everything he said and all of the stuff he worked on this offseason, going to the basket, shooting on the run, you know, and this and that, and blah, blah, blah. It was all the type of stuff you would do from from the three or the, or the stretch four, not from friggin' sticking your ass in the paint and being a backup center, which is what – congrats, Grant. That's what you get to be for the first 40 games of the year. Yeah. 
He's going to have to do a little bit of everything and shoot 40% from three again. But right? I lost all this weight and worked on my shot. Whatever. You're a center. Go eat some cheeseburgers. You know, like, that's 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 where he's at right now. <sighs> who got the media day MVP today? Who were you guys most impressed with? And I don't know. I don't know what other Smart thing. was awesome. Yeah. Okay. I, I thought Smart was great. Um, Good. Nice on, uh, pr- pretty honest. Um, you know, just about everything. But, like, just his perspective, not emotional at all. Too. Jalen was just, you know, I, I was shocked at like how affected he was by it all. His, his was raw, right. you know? I thought yeah, Smart yeah, was exactly. together. Horford, as always. We have to remember Horford, too, as always, yeah. sounds ready to lead. Yeah, someone in the comments just brought up. Sorry. A big storyline going into this would be about the Kevin Kevin Durant trade rumors, which he did address. Yeah. And, and he said that he did speak to his teammates and uh, the organization. You know, I thought that was interesting. He was sort of open about that, but Jaylen. yeah, that's something that I think would have been uh, would have been talked about more going into this. If you know, without the, if there was no email, that would have been a big one. Yeah, suspension. I, what about? I thought I thought Grant was amazing too. But anyway, what about when Nan um, Rod brought the laughs? What about our new guy there, um, Brogdon? A lot of people in the comments are saying Brogdon, Brogdon, Brogdon. Solid dude. Think but, yeah, I like what he had to say about Mark. I asked him, he talked about, uh, you know, that was a good question. That someone that he used to always talk to after the game, uh, someone that he's, he's uh, had conversations with, and, you know, he thinks that they could be the best backcourt in the Eastern Conference, so, or in the, in the NBA, excuse me, so. Problem the best with Brogdon was backcourt in the NBA. Gotcha. Pro- problem with Brogdon was all about placement. Um, the, he led off um, as a player, and nobody wanted to talk to him because he wasn't here and he doesn't have email perspective. So it was kind of like you you went through the motions of a bunch of Malcolm Brogdon questions when everybody was really in there, kind of juiced right. up to get player reaction to Udoka. So it was almost kind of like, let's just hustle through this and talk to Jalen and Jason and Marcus, who I think were the people that you really wanted to get their perspective Where, on things. Was it all everything in just a room? A yep. really hot room with no <laughs> with no order. Um, and just thankfully there weren't huge gaps between them, but it was just one so small room. The days of like going on the, on the practice facility court for media day, those days are gone. They do it there because it's a, because they've been doing it in this spot because that's where they do the promo shoots and NBC has all of their the gear there and they set up their interviews and they got that white backdrop. So it's a studio. Um, gotcha. and that's, that's why they do it there. But, uh, one thing we're going to talk about non-media day related is, uh, involving a player who may it's been rumored may, may, may be coming back here, but uh, back to Boston. But first, we want to tell you about um, our other terrific sponsor, Calm. And as we said, uh, you know, you take Athletic Greens in the morning, Calm at night. Soon after this podcast, you know, go, you know, when you're ready to go to bed, check out Calm. Um, you know, number again, this is another one that we all use here. It's a, it's a sleep and meditation uh, app. Um, you know, it's a great thing to do right before you go to bed. We've partnered with Calm. It's a number one wellness app. It's going to give you the tools uh, that'll improve the way you feel, helps you reduce stress and anxiety through guided meditations. Uh, you can improve focus with curated music tracks, rest and recharge with uh, really nice sleep stories that they update all the time uh, for kids and adults. Uh, new daily movement sessions uh, designed to relax your body and uplift your mind. So go to calm.com slash garden. 40% off. This is an amazing deal, by the way. Uh, 40% off a premium subscription. Over 100 million people around the use around the world use it. Um, Calm is ready to help you stress less, sleep more, live a happy or healthier life. It's a, And again, this is a, 
um, an amazing discount. We never get discounts like this with uh, with uh, with our advertising partners. Forty percent off. It's well worth it. You'll be surprised how little you actually have to pay for a year's worth subscription, and you'll be thrilled that you did it. And we send what? you a phenomenal T-shirt. With oh, com, with calm as well. Yep. Yeah. We're just throwing them everywhere. They, I see people in the chat want one bad. Go get calm. That's an easy way to get it. You want the t-shirt? Oh, yeah, this, I, again, I could charge you for the t-shirt, or you can pay just a little bit more than that. Support one of our sponsors. It's a win-win. Um, so check it out. Uh, honestly, Tom's um, great, man. You want to? And it's great. It's great. Um, real quick, we do want to talk about one thing. There's another little story floating around there today. Bizarre situation. This in one's so weird. Bizarre situation in Phoenix. Um, Jay Crowder was told you may not start this year, and he just pulls the goalie in a uh, in slap okay. shot. Trade me right. Now you know <laughs> he made like a documentary for his IG page. What the? Yeah, yeah. trade really? me right fucking now and with, then hang up. Twitter. Yeah, Twitter fingers. It was awesome. <laughs> hang up, but, but it's uh, it's kind of like and it's almost like not that surprising to, to hear this coming from Jay Crowder, though, right? I mean, this is a guy that's all super caps, emotional. All caps. All caps. It does all sound like that Jay Hayward Crowder. story again, right? I know he's like yeah. they, 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 too, they cheered yeah, they cheered for Gordon Hayward I quit. So yeah. First of all, I love the idea of Jay Crowder being exactly the type of player you need for wing depth. I, if, if if you could have said bring me a guy this offseason to to help spell those guys be a 3 and D guy, energy, grit, do everything you want to do that's going to fit with the system, I'd be like Jay Crowder, Jay Crowder, Jay Crowder, Jay Crowder. I don't want this version of Jay Crowder who gets so freaking mad and pissy that he's going to throw a tantrum and leave a championship winning situation because he may not start. You're not starting here other either, pal. So where, what does he need to be happy? That's a little confusing. If you can make it work, I love the player, but this is a strange situation, isn't it? Yeah, it's baffling. Uh, I, and I understand Phoenix going in that through. direction. I understand. Right. And you also have to understand the, the frustration, be, you know, being that team and what happened last year. It's just sort of like a kick in the you know where. It's like, man, I thought you a starter at least. What's going on? But I see what you're saying, though. It's still kind of inappropriate, you know, especially being in the situation that he's in. It's not like the Phoenix Suns all of a sudden are going to fall off a cliff here, but he's, I guess right. he's just not feeling it. The first thing that's weird to me is that this seems to be the era we're entering where pretty much any player at any point in their contract can at least attempt to demand a trade. And Remind me, last year, K.J. Martin on the Rockets, who people probably don't even know, demanded a trade. Everyone's yeah. just like, it's like all right. <laughs> you, you, have, you, should, you should have to be like, you should have to average a certain like stat line to demand a trade. You know what I mean? Every, like, every, at some point. Everything. The 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 thing that ended all of that this offseason was uh we've had two locally locally both Zach Sinishan uh Sinishan and um and uh Nikhil Harry demanded trades like bro yeah. like you know there's, there's another guy in the Bruins too right yeah yeah Sinishan was like a what the a wasted draft pick of Don Sweeney in 2015 who'd been a four A player his whole life never been able to crack the big club he's like trade me like. Okay, how about this? I'll just cut you and then see if anyone picks you up and then nobody does, you know? So, like, you know, and Nikhil, Nikhil's kind of the same same, same boat here. Nikhil Jay, Harry Jay, yeah. was literally, like... I know either, DeBrusque, too. Was, I'm not talking about DeBrusque, guys. But anyway, go ahead. No, Nikhil Harry was so bad. It wasn't It wasn't whether or not we are going to trade him. It was whether or not they are going to release him. And then, and then yeah. someone they got a seventh rounder for him. But, yeah, that, 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 was, that was pretty rough. 
Yeah. Especially after the season crowd just had. Thirty-nine percent from the field, thirty-four percent from three. Fell way off from three. Not a high, high-level rebounder. Decent one, about five a game. Give you nine points. Like you said, John, if you could put him on the Celtics bench and have him be your backup wing, you feel really good about that. I'm just not sure how you. He get has there. to start, and Tatum has to come off the bench. That's the condition. <laughs> okay, but, but that's the, that's why I wouldn't. That's that's my hesitation here. Is like this is a guy, Jay Carter. He's in a good. He's he's on a great team. If his first priority at this stage in his career is to win a championship, he would just play basketball, right? Stay and, and, there. And accept yeah. his role. You're in Phoenix. I mean, geez, it's one of the nicest cities, states that you can possibly live in. He's in been America. a good fit on that team too. Right. And exactly. And I think he's I think he's great for them. He gives them that extra little, you know, toughness and that physicality. Any Someone team just said Jay could start at the four. That's not a terrible idea while Rob is out. Any team would be better with Jay Carter on the team, but he has to have obviously the right attitude about it. So I think that you obviously would find out ahead of time if he would be content with the situation here before you make that type of a trade. And if he is, something that you would look at. The problem is who you you know, what's he making? Like ten million or something this year? You know, yeah, you so got, you have to get to eight you have to get to eight million. Yeah. You have to get to eight That's million. That's the thing. What do you what do you what are you giving up here? You know? Pritchard gives you like two. Grant's like five sixes, but you don't want to give up him. It's hard. It's hard to get there. It'd have to be yeah. like oh. Hauser, Cornet, and Gallinari's contract, right? So Gallinari's contract's going to be useful. But and again, then you have to give up something like a pick, right? Because I mean, what? Why would? Why yeah, would Phoenix make that trade? What's Phoenix going to do here? Because they are in win now mode. Like, He's on an absolute... expiring deal, so he has value too to somebody. Yeah, they are in absolute yeah. win now mode, so you can't just toss. But you're picks. close. You can do Gallinari's contract, um, you know. But and what good does that do them? I'm saying and Hauser, um, and then a pick, you know, um, and they, if that's a what pick? they want, a second round pick, a second. See, the Suns aren't going to do that. But Gallinari's the tricky thing with his contract is it's a two year deal. So but that's, that's actually not a bad thing. You, you get him in this. You get him. You get him on the cut. On the on the on the on the rebound. Maybe. I, I don't I don't see a deal happening here. It, like you could maybe throw white and, and get someone some players said, back from Phoenix. We can't but... trade Gallinari until like January, right? That's true. Yep. I go. think that's I think you just said it, Bobby. I think that that would interest the the Suns. But how do you how do you guys feel about that? Derek White would be dope. That would be seen as a huge loss by Brad. That would be a big loss. You traded a first round pick for for White. Who else? They was it uh, first round pick? They swapped the first Richardson. round pick. Richardson. Richardson, who ended up being a really, a really, you know, serviceable player, and now you're going to flip that for Jay Crowder. People are going to substitute that trade and be like, "What the hell did did Brad?" Yeah, it doesn't make sense. Right, it doesn't. And I think, listen, I think this is a this is obviously a big year for Derek White, right? I mean, this is this year where he's coming into, he's coming into the year on the team that he finished it with, so there's not going to be that adjustment. You know, you hope that maybe the shot falls a little bit more often than it did last season, to say the least. Um, and maybe the comfortability he's has just coming in with coming into the year, he can be um, a lot more of a dependable, reliable, you know, player for them. So I, I don't think I think you'd be selling low on White. I mean, based on what everyone was telling me about Derek White, I can't imagine why anyone would can even consider making that trade. He's he's like a top thirty player in the league. Oh, he's a top. He's possibly an all, all NBA defensive. Player. He's the he only list? he's the he only Celtics top. rotational player that didn't make the top hundred. Grant, uh, Grant White, made it. 
I was gonna say, I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah didn't make it. Did like, was he one of those guys? I'm still. Did we we, we never even talked about that. that Tatum ended up at seven. What'd you guys think of that? Tatum at seven. I get, I get it. Um, I take him over. No, I can't say that yet. Who? He's getting close though. Close to LeBron. It, listen, it sounds crazy, right? Thirty or whatever it is. Yeah, it sounds crazy. Tatum's better than LeBron, but. LeBron at this point in his career on that team, and I'm very I haven't I haven't even looked at what happened at Lakers Media Day. I'm I'm that's my late night uh, job tonight. But LeBron at this point in his career is chasing Kareem and scoring as many points as he can. Like all those little things have kind of diminished that he used to do. So at this point, is Tatum's got to be at least neck and neck with him, right? Especially age wise, like everything a, you're considering. It's a really tough call. It's a really tough. Yeah. Call. Because he's still LeBron at the end of the day, and that situation is killing him. Um, but it's not a matter of where Tatum is at seven. Is it as he closer to five or fifteen? You know, in that position. You know, like well, 15, look at the top five. You fifteen got Luka. is uh, fifteen is Paul George. You know, is he closer to Paul George or is he closer to Luca? I think he's closer to Paul George. You know, no, so I, I don't think care. he's closer to Luca. You think okay. he's closer to Paul George? Yeah. Then Paul George Luka? isn't done. Paul George isn't I, I think, anymore. I think Luca's on another planet. There's some vulnerabilities to his game too, though. Like all those guys in the Tatum's, top five, Tatum's defense have... changes everything for sure. Yeah, and that's what we don't talk about enough with him. Like he is on par with anyone else defensively at this point in his career. It's the defense. And, you know, Giannis is like defensive player of the year caliber. So he's number one by miles to me. I'm interested that Tatum popped up over Durant. Um, that's going to be an interesting. That's all based this year. off of injury. If Durant finishes the season last year, there's no way that happens. You've yeah. got a few of those situations that obviously. This is why I Kawhi. don't. That's why I don't fully believe it. You got Durant and Kawhi below, and it's like, come on, you know, like it's Durant and Harden's another one, and maybe Harden is washed, and I'm 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 willing to accept that. That's he lost possible. 100 pounds. Yeah, right. What about what about <laughs> Curry? I thought I thought Curry was kind of Curry. I don't five. know if Curry's top five anymore. Yeah, I know. is he yeah. still top five? It's it's, I know it's he's recency like bias. One of the most fun guys to watch. I just don't know if again, it's, like it's, I just don't know if it's yeah, recency but, bias. Yeah, that's all. I, yeah, I just I wouldn't get in the finals. Yeah, it's gonna bump him up a bit. That was a ridiculous performance in the that's finals. That's true. He, he did, did work carry them. some he weight. Work them. Yeah, definitely. Easily his, I mean, I'm, his I'm not like I'm not gonna yeah. argue it. I just it was those couple of down years he started to slide in people's eyes and then he's right back up. So we'll see. But anyway, we never right. got into that. It's a fun thing and maybe we'll talk about it at some point. But we've done enough of this and Good I don't want to do it. Anymore. <laughs> we'll put yeah. that for a few weeks from now. But what we do have yeah. is um legitimately um for hopefully from here on out, uh, basketball, um, uh, which tomorrow there's a practice and training camp begins and Bobby Manning will be there uh, from now until the rest of time covering the Celtics. Uh, now his watch, be- his watch begins and he's on the clock uh, and he's not coming off the clock until, um, you know, the Celtics go down in a fiery mess at the end of the year. No, until they, you know, who knows what, as far as the season goes, but we're back. Garden report is back. Regular stuff. You know, we've got the preseason. We're hopefully just talking ball going forward, um, you know, with what we see here. So, again, Bobby's going to be covering practice. So make sure you follow him. Follow CLNS Media for, uh, you know, all of our updates. Subscribe to our YouTube channels and all that good stuff. Um, And that's it. That's it. We are, are, unless there's a new bombshell, I believe the Odoka stuff won't be talked about nearly as much. Um, there's going to be something and, at some point that will come up, but yeah, I don't really want to, I hope it's not 
something that we have to just constantly bring up unless there's something really hard that comes out about yeah. it. That, you know, we quick shouts out. Quick shout out once again to our sponsor, uh, Garden Report brought to you by Athletic Greens. One-stop shopping for 75 high-quality vitamins to help start your day right. And, of course, uh, Calm, uh, which is one of our favorites. It's been with us a long time. Calm, the number one mental wellness app, give you the tools that improve the way you feel. Uh, 40% off a premium subscription, calm.com slash garden. And, again, just going back to that URL, athleticgreens.com slash garden, free one-year supply. And vitamin D, travel, and five travel packs, and of course a phenomenal T-shirt, uh, which you can get uh, here as well. So that's that's good stuff, right? Everybody likes that. I can't Everybody loves it. I'd, I'd love to be able to show one off, John. Maybe I'll yeah. get one someday. Well, Maybe you'll get one. Last thing I want to tell everybody, check out the audio version of the Garden Report podcast. Um, there's a little uh, you know code there that you can scan. Boom take you right to it. Oh, Terrific wow. stuff. So yep, that. check that out. Um, one of the things we ask of you is um, this is a show we've been doing for years and some of our uh, ratings and reviews are a zillion years old uh, and nothing really updated. And we really would like and appreciate those of you who follow the show and like the show to pop on and maybe give us a fresh rating and a fresh review. And yep, there it is. It worked. It worked. It works. If you just put the camera up to the, up to that code, you will get sent right to here. Yeah, and this so is great because you know what, guys? Yeah, because you know what? And it happens to me too. Like, I want to rewatch the show, but I'm driving and it's very dangerous. I'll be honest. So, I can just <laughs> listen fumbling to with it. YouTube. Yeah, yeah, you know, you can't eat you know, it unless you pay for YouTube. You can't get it to stay on when something, something pops up on your screen. So, podcast is a great way to get your information without having to stare at the screen. Yep. So, De- definitely check that out. But like I said, we could really appreciate a few five-star reviews and a couple of uh, uh, ratings and a couple of reviews here. Freshen up, talk about, you know, the, the version of the show that we've been doing the last several years here. Um, so definitely check that out. Uh, more garden reports to come, I'm sure, later on in the week. Uh, we may just wait till news uh, kind of hits us. But uh, one way or another, we will pop back up here sometime later, maybe Wednesday or Thursday night and do another show. Uh, but until then, Jimmy Toscano, Bobby Manning, Joe Sway Pavone, John Zanis. Thanks, guys.